Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, what's up, everyone? This video wasn't planned at all. I haven't uploaded a solo podcast on here in a while, but I really need a vent, and I'm on, I'm literally packing to leave for the Philippines tomorrow and recording another video, but I stopped all of that to film this. Why? Because I need a vent, and I need to talk about something really important, and I think that every single one of you should listen to. I th- that's, that's something that every single one of you should hear and understand how hard it is to become a developer. Now, the reason that I am going to be doing this video is because I offered to do a free one-on-one mentorship for the first time in a long time again. The last time I did this was probably four years ago. And to put things in perspective, because I am trying to live off the creative life until I get my first tech job again, trying to make money as an entrepreneur is hard. And to put things in more perspective, I don't have time for myself. I don't watch TV like I used to. I'll watch one football game a week, which is the 49ers, and that's it. I don't play games like I used to. I don't have as much free time as I usually do. And in the midst of this, I met someone who originally paid for a one-on-one mentorship. Great. During that one-on-one mentorship I had with him, I felt so bad for a situation. This guy has a family. He has a daughter who I believe is like two years old. He can't even afford to get her health insurance, good health insurance. They're struggling. I felt so bad for him. And so I told him that, yo, I feel so bad for your situation. I know you're not asking for this, but I'm willing to commit my time to meet with you every other week, every two weeks, right? Every two to three weeks, depending on his schedule, my schedule, right? And, you know, and, and he agreed to it, right? And I was happy to do this because... I, want, I wanted to help someone. I didn't want this relationship to be transactional where he just pays for my one-on-one apprenticeships. I wanted to just actually genuinely help him, and I wanted to do that. And I felt great, right, because I like helping people. It's a great feeling, especially in the situation he was in. And so we scheduled something out. And I said, yo, I gave him some homework. I want to see more green check boxes on your GitHub. I want to see you try to build this and that. You do this, and when we meet again in two to three weeks, then I'll give you something else new to do. And the whole point of this plan that I gave him was to give him a <clears throat> an actual strategy on how to do this. Step-by-step guide every other week when we meet up. What he needs to do next. What is he lacking? Test him on some of his technical skills after three weeks, two weeks, and then see what he can improve on. And that's what I wanted to do with him. Well, when we went, our initial, our initial first meetup, two to three weeks, well, I think it was like three weeks, maybe four weeks after, actually. He canceled it. But how did he cancel it? He didn't show up to our meeting. And I'm like, all right, something might be wrong. I hope he's okay. I emailed him. 
but he didn't respond to me until like an hour later after a meeting saying he's sick. So I'm like, all right, this is probably new to him. He's not used to doing these kind of meetings. He doesn't probably know the courtesy that you should give someone who, who makes time to meet with you to help you. And so he sees he's sick and then we schedule something out again, but I thought he would schedule something to next week or two weeks later. He scheduled this three to four weeks out after initial meeting. And I'm like, all right, um, okay, that's cool. And then I'm going to my doctor's, right? Have my doctor's appointment at 9.30 a.m. today. I'm rushing to pick up my medicine at the pharmacy. I'm going to get a haircut, rushing to get my haircut, and I'm speeding home to make sure I make it home in time for this one-on-one mentorship with him because I want to keep my promise that I'll do everything I can to make sure he gets his foot in the door, become a developer, making 70 to six figures within the first two years of his career. Like I was going to go all go all in to help him, right? He no-showed again, ghosted me, no response. And it pissed me off. It pissed me off because I'm like, damn, bro, like, you would have made it. You would have made it. But it, it made, it, and I don't know his situation where he's not responding to me, but like, I don't know his situation. But it really makes me think like, people aren't willing to put in the work unless they have something on the line. Like, if he was continuing paying for these mentorships every week or other week, I'm sure he would show up because that's his hard-earned money. But when someone like me offers my free time to help him, takes it for granted, and doesn't do it. But another thing came up, and, and this is to everyone else, not just him. Like, yo, like, maybe he thought about how he's just not willing to put in the work. Getting those green checkboxes on GitHub is not easy. And it doesn't, have, it doesn't mean you have to, of course, contribute to other open source projects. It could just be your own repo to get those green check boxes. And I just wanted him to do that to keep him accountable to make sure he actually improves on a weekly basis, that he doesn't stay stagnant and actually decrease in skill because he's not coding every week. But it just made me think like how people really aren't willing to put in the work. Like people people like the idea of being a developer, but they don't like the idea of how much work it actually takes. Like I know I say... You need to learn HTML, CSS, and JavaScript and React. But that's not it. That's not, that, There's so much more than that. It's HTML, CSS, and JavaScript, eventually React. Then you need to learn data structures. Then you need to learn leak code. You need to learn how to use a terminal. You need to learn how to use NPM packages. You need to uh, eventually learn SQL to work with databases in the back end. As a front-end developer, yes, you eventually have to do that. Maybe not until you get the first job. That's something you have to learn. There's new technologies coming out, right? There's, there, there's TypeScript. Right. There's um, what's that called? It's called Bun. There's an, uh, a Bun as well. Right. That came out all these new technologies coming out on a what monthly basis. Right. Weekly basis that we have to continue to learn. You have to learn all these things to get your job in tech. To give you even a better and bigger perspective of this, I have seven years of experience. OK. And there are jobs that I'm receiving offers. I'm not accepting because I just need to do the interview because I should, because I don't want to work for them. And also, it's hard to get the salary that I used to have. So to be transparent, my, my previous tech job was paying me $200,000 a year base salary plus X amount of options. I can't share that. These other jobs are offering 180K, 170K with a lot of options, a lot more options actually because I know how to negotiate that better now. But it's not 200K. There are some jobs that are willing to pay 230K, but then they want me to work on site. 
I want to work remote. Like I, I don't want to, I don't want to go back in the office. Right. So these other offers that I rejected, one is the AI company that wanted me back to San Francisco that was going to pay me 220 K, but it is hard. It is hard to get the jobs even for me that I really want because it's so hard in this industry right now. The, the, there, there are jobs out there, but it's just harder compared to a couple years ago. Two years ago, I was receiving job offers left and right from Coinbase, from Brex, from, uh, from Big Commerce, right? And then my last job, that's four offers in three weeks. In three weeks, right? And so it, it's, it's harder times now. And so what I'm trying to say is like, yo, if y'all expect to make a decent living, and when I say decent, all right, decent living is like, what, 70K? I don't know. That's, it, it depends on the person. What I mean by this is if you expect to make a salary that not even pharmacists could make, that only doctors can make five years into the career after spending 10 years getting their residencies done. It's going to be hard. I I've read in the comments and it's so annoying when I read these comments, I've been applying to jobs every day for one year and not even one interview. Well, rather than complaining about that, and I understand it sucks. Maybe look at what you're doing wrong and why people aren't interviewing you. Maybe go meet with someone. It doesn't have to be me, right? If it wants to, link description below, but my schedule's full for the next six weeks. So good luck trying to fit something in my schedule. But maybe meet with someone to see why no one's interviewing you. Maybe look at your resume. What's wrong with that, right? Are you putting your pictures on your resume? You should never do that, right? This thing, there's, there's a lot of things that you need to do to make sure your resume is even likable by recruiters. Recruiters on average spend 30 seconds, not even that, 10 seconds on a resume before they move on to the next one. Maybe your portfolio is weak. Maybe you should start contributing to GitHub. There's so many things left and right here and there that you need to do. But people complaining, why is it taking me one year to get a job or two years? Yo, there are people with years of experience in tech who can't even get a job. And it's been six months since they've been laid off, nine months since they've been laid off. And they have experience and they can code. So then why for aspiring developers like you or junior developers trying to get move up and get to your mid-level job, why is no one interviewing you? This, you have to look at that too, right? And so like, you're like, this is supposed to be hard as hell. It is the best. And as someone who doesn't have a normal nine to five, I'm very fortunate to have YouTube. I'm very fortunate that all these different brands want to work with me that are paying me more than what I make in tech. But we'll see how long that lasts, right? I'm very fortunate to be in the situation I'm in. But if I wasn't, I'd be forced to accept these jobs that require me to move back to San Francisco to work in the office. I'd be required to take these jobs. They're not paying me what I'm looking for, so I have to accept it because I have no choice to take care of my family. Yo, if I'm in this situation too, or other people in that situation, why should you have it so much easier? Yeah, I became a developer in three months. That's great. That's not normal. I don't even think getting a job in six months is normal or 12 months. Well, I would say six to 12 months is easier, right? It's more feasible. But realistically speaking, I think it's more of like one to two years now to get your first job in tech. And if you're not willing to put in that work for one to two years, then yeah, move to something else. Yeah, try to go back to college maybe, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to understand times are changing. It's different now. It's harder now. Seven years ago, when coding wasn't popular, when I joined tech, it wasn't popular. The YouTube videos that are out there now and YouTube today compared to before, nothing close to that. It wasn't popular back then. It wasn't popular seven years ago. 
Now it's super popular because all of these creators on the internet are making these videos on TikTok, on YouTube, you name it. Now it's popular. Of course it'll be harder. You know, when people say uh, um, that tech is, what do you call that? I forgot what, I, I, the, the, that word's on the tip of my tongue right now. Where there's just, it's it's too, it's too, there's too many people trying to get that first job in tech. So you won't get it. Pfft, exact same thing a couple years ago. Maybe it wasn't 2,000 people applying for one job. Back then it was like 500. Well, there was, no one was even tracking that <laughs> back then. It was still hard. It's still hard. To get into tech, it's not going to be easy, but you have to be willing to put in the work. You have to be willing to sacrifice things. You have to be willing to give up gaming for a couple months or lessen it, your, your time on your gaming computer or Xbox or PS5 as much as possible so you can get as much traction as possible in tech. Yo, dudes, my life when I was a executive assistant making $20,000 a year, it was supposed to, no, it's actually it's twenty. $4,000 a year. It was supposed to be $32,000 a year, but they lessened my hours, even though I got more hourly wage, a higher hourly wage. I don't miss making $26K per year living in California, being stuck renting a, not even a bedroom. I was renting a closet size. It was a closet, actually, that they turned into bedroom for me. I don't miss that. Living in a house with seven other people with one bathroom. I don't, I don't miss that. I don't ever want to go back to that. That's why even though I don't have a tech job right now, I'm working my ass off. Like, I don't think y'all understand how hard I'm working right now. And you won't understand unless you're in the situation, right? But I'm working as hard as I do now to make sure that I never go back to that situation. My, my fiance is like, Chris, why don't you just lessen the amount of um, brands you're potentially working with or just lessen the amount of content you make this much? And I told her, on YouTube, you never know when this stuff will stop. You never know when brands will stop reaching out to you. And so I take as much as possible to make as much content as possible because I know that all of this can be gone in an instant. And like, yo, I don't want to go back to that life. I don't want to go back to wondering if I should put money, put money for gas towards gas or for food. If I don't put money towards gas, I can't go to work. And if I can't go to work, then I can't buy food. So you have to sacrifice some meals here and there. I don't miss that. I like that I don't need to look at the menu here and there when I treat out my fiance to dinner. Right? It's kind of it's nice compared to, all right, let's go to Denny's. Let's go look at the 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 che the, the cheaper meals over here, right? Like the the hash browns or whatever. Right? I don't miss those days. I don't miss thinking, dang, how great would it feel? To have good health insurance. If I had health insurance, you mean you mean I wouldn't have to pay fifteen hundred dollars for this medicine? I just went to the pharmacy. The medicine that cost three thousand bucks, I paid seventy five dollars for. Last week, the medicine that cost nineteen thousand dollars—no, sorry, twenty one thousand dollars—cost me only five bucks because I'm on my health insurance, Cobra, and that costs a thousand bucks a month. I, I I don't miss when I'm hot as hell during summer. I have to limit the amount of air conditioning I can use. Or when it's cold like winter right now, how often I can use the heater. I don't miss that. And so I'm willing to do whatever it takes to make sure I never go back to that. So like, look at your situation. Don't be like the guy that just kept no-showing. Look at your situation. Whether your money's in it or not, right? Like, yo, what, whether your money's in it or not, 
look at your situation. Do you want to remain where you are now and accept like it's normal? Like it, it, it blows my mind when I speak with people and they're like, yo, I can live with $50,000 a year for the rest of my life. And I'm like, no, you can't. It's called inflation. $200,000 now per year is what $100,000 a year was 10 years ago. Right? It's, it's not the same. Yeah, you can be content with that salary, but as housing goes up, interest rates go up, rent goes up, guess what? Your income needs to go up. And so, like, think of that. Don't just look at now where you're comfortable as hell. Look into the future where you know that you won't be comfortable within a couple of years at the rate the economy is going right now. Do whatever it takes to change your life. Even if you don't love coding, but if you think it could change your life, why not do it? I didn't love it at first. I did it to change my life and my family's life. So, yo, I know this isn't easy. I know it's hard as a hell. But it's worth it. I'm sorry to vent. And I, I, I probably look upset right now. <laughs> it just upsets me. Not because, the, just because this person knows Shulk. But I heard about the situation he's in that his daughter's in, his family's in. And I was willing to invest my time. Because I didn't want his family to be in that situation. I wanted to help them. But he gave up. So it's up to you, y'all. I hope y'all don't give up. It's your choice. Anyway, if you made it to the end, please let me know. And if y'all want more content like this, where I just talk straight to y'all, no edits at all whatsoever, let me know and I'll do more of it. Anyway, got a pack leaving for the Philippines tomorrow night. I'll see y'all when I'm in the Philippines. Peace.